Hello friends and welcome back to the Live Intentionally podcast hosted by Marcy from Lady Marcella. I'm so grateful that you are all here to find solutions in order to grow and make a difference in your life and lives of those around you. We are building and empowering our community of people who are ready for a positive mind shift. Thank you for joining in once again. And today, we'll be sharing real-life issues on life, love, spirituality, and high-vibe content. Please do share your ideas and your take-home on our social media platform as it can make a difference in someone's life. And don't forget to tag me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram on the handle at Lady Marcella. That is L-A-D-Y-M-A-R-S-E-L-A. And it would mean the world to me if you can leave a review at the end, as this helps my podcast. Shall we begin? Hello, soul friends. I hope you're all doing wonderful. Today's episode is dedicated to my friend slash bro, Mr. Sam. <laughs> you know, I love that he sends me feedback and voice notes to reflect on my podcast episodes as we go along. And I appreciate him so much. And I really believe that God sends us the people that we need in our lives to do the things that we need to do. So here is a snap audio from my bro, Sam. Marcy, hey, it's Sam. Um, hey, hope you're well, and um, hope you're doing hope you're doing well, enjoying the weather. <laughs> um, I just listened to your podcast, or your latest one, the Shoot Your Shot. Um, and yeah, so much of it resonated with me, you know, especially um, I I always deem February as my minimalism month. Um, in the past, I've followed the minimalists who, these two guys, and they have this thing, a challenge called the minimalist challenge where like day one, you give away one thing, day two, two things, day 15, 15 things, day 30, 30 things kind of thing. So I chose the shortest month of the year. Um, and for the past five years, I've been using February as a, an intentionality month because the whole aim is to, you know, live a purposeful and intentional life, which is very difficult, might I add. You know, you want to buy things, you want to do things. Um, and it's hard to sometimes maintain, uh, maintain determination, motivation, discipline. Oh my gosh, you know, imposter syndrome is the biggest proponent, uh, biggest uh, villain against that you know and so I think I really resonated with what you said because um, when you're trying to do something I think I think you really have to start small and we live in an age where we see others do things and want the immediate you know the immediate transportation to that skill level and I think it's so disheartening when you realize that's not true or you, when you try and realize, oh, I'm not, it's going to take me time. Because uh, I think time is in itself a mental game. Um, 
patience is not everyone's best uh, best skill but I think you're so right on that you know especially when opportunities to learn anything you know whether to run or to sing or to learn a new language um, if you really want it you know to really just to to start small because you know as they say it's you know um, discipline is really is really doing big things um, in small chunks you know you you build your habits by just doing that one thing a day and then it's two days and three days and it's a week then it's a month next thing you know you've incorporated it into your schedule i really love that he said you know discipline is doing big things in small chunks so lately you know i'm i've been constantly tired and just don't have any krach which is an afrikaans word which means you know strength or power to do absolutely anything so i just don't have the krach at the moment and this has been happening for give and take three weeks so i would get up and i just don't feel motivated to do anything there's no spark nor joy in my heart in a way i felt an overwhelm of sadness i explained it to my cousin that it felt like a mild depression that I'm going through. So I decided to do the Lady Marcella thing, which is to travel a bit, hoping that it would reboot me. But instead, I felt as if I was buffering. And that is annoying. <laughs> the worst part of it is that the more I did not attend to, you know, releasing these blockages, I felt I spiraled deeper and deeper into a rut and I went through the days telling myself that you know, it will eventually sort itself out without you know, doing the inner work which is a conscious de decision to get out of this rut. So for example, I would open up my thesis to tend to my supervisor's comments and it just didn't flow. The days will fly by and nothing was coming together and at some point I got anxious because we have deadline people and here I am procrastinating. So taking me back to the beginning of the podcast, when I said that God sends us people when we need them, well at that moment my friends slash mentors Jennifer and Lonnie called and they got me out of a rut by redefining things and telling me that I'm not alone in my research. And these type of dips, they do happen to everyone. All I needed to do is write a paragraph day by day until it fills up a whole page. But before they called me to help motivate me out of my funk, I was just going through the days like, like a lost zombie. And after they kicked my bum bum, and I got my act together, everything changed. Many of you will know me as a process girl. You know, I like to plan out my days and make sure that my schedule and my days are planned the right way and that I'm focused, even when I'm not motivated. But for some reason, 
things change. A lot of things change. And I had to be honest with myself that what was working for me in 2020 and 2021 was just no longer working. You know, I used to be a queen of multitasking and now I dread it. And I asked myself, what would make me happy? What would make my ideal day be something that I would like? <laughs> and when I closed my eyes, an ideal day would be a day filled with zero stress. I know, I know. You're all probably shouting at me right now saying, there's no such thing as a zero stress day, Mars. But when I classified a zero-stress day, it would be different than your zero-stress day. So my zero-stress day would be a day that I did not dread, a day that I did not feel rushed, a day where there is no last-minute things, and a day that was, you know, filled with conscious, focused activities. And this is how I curated my zero stress day to keep me disciplined. Categorizing my days as Monday would be a thesis day, Tuesday I focus more on business tasks and life admin and etc. So the first week of doing it, I stumbled a bit and it felt a bit foreign. So instead of focusing on my days and filling it up with different appointments, I would just do the same thing for that day. So for example, on thesis day, I am only allowed to focus on things that revolve around my thesis, be it reading a journal article or a textbook about methodology, which I'm currently busy with, it's all about mixed methods, and writing the whole day, it just had to be a day contributed to the development of my thesis. That repetitiveness, you know, and the dedication and this discipline is what kept me going. Because all I had to do is focus on one thing for the day. And I feel now that although I have not resolved all my supervisor's comments, which I joked and told them like, it was kind of like decrypting a message. <laughs> they did not really appreciate that, but it was a good joke. My one chapter is now deeper and more meaningful because I took that time and energy to read an article and add that one paragraph. And now when I read my thesis, I'm like, dang girl, I didn't know you had that in you. It's just flowing and it is a sexy chapter, I tell you. <laughs> And another way to remain disciplined is to just say no. No is a sentence. No is sometimes hard because you're afraid of hurting the other person or afraid to disappoint them. However, the more we say yes to people and not stay true to our real feelings, the more we betray ourselves. And I have been betraying myself for a while. And this week, I had to practice the art of saying no. No to all the things that would overwhelm me and hinder me from my goals. 
and after saying no, the hardest part was to not feel guilty. And soothing my guilty conscience is part of the process. And my whole reasoning to a healthier mind for my mind was that I told myself, Mars, how can you put systems and processes in place for zero stress but still allow external st- stressors into the system? Saying no is being disciplined. And sometimes being disciplined is sticking to your principles and promises to yourself. And mine was, I have to make a conscious decision. Is this deal or request worth my time? Or will it affect my zero-stress lifestyle? And I've heard numerous people say that they're not disciplined enough on tasks such as to exercise, eat healthy, or just sit and write a whole chapter, be it for their book, thesis, or report. And I believe that out of experience, the times I was not disciplined was when I did not make a conscious decision. Yes, motivation is important, but fulfilling or completing that one act to be one step closer to your goal is motivation in itself. And when you are not motivated, be disciplined because it becomes a part of you. It becomes part of your character. And like what my friend Sam said, do big things in small chunks. And it's a good day to start so that you don't get overwhelmed. Thank you so much for tuning in today. You have been listening to the Live Intentionally podcast with Marcy at Lady Marcella. It would mean the world to me if you can leave a review, especially if you're listening on iTunes, as this helps my podcast be heard by many more people. Cheers to a better mind shift and may good energies surround you always.